Welcome to the Classroom Commute Podcast, a podcast for elementary teachers who want to feel inspired each week on your ride into school. I'm your host, Rachel, and my goal is to give you simple and actionable 21st century teaching strategies that you can take into your classroom to spark the love of learning in your students. You are already amazing, and together we're going places. Thanks for taking me along for the ride. Hey, hey. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share with you a review that somebody left over on iTunes for this podcast. CK Peterson 77 says, Rachel's podcasts are to the point, well explained, and give so many great ideas. I'm a veteran teacher and never stop learning, especially with her great podcast. She also provides so many great resources on her Classroom Nook website. She's definitely all about helping teachers and I love her podcast. Thank you so much for that review. I can't tell you how much these types of reviews make my day. I read every single one of them. And if you who are listening have not had a chance to leave a review yet, I would encourage you to do so. If you want to put a smile on my face and if you want to help other teachers to find this podcast, I would super appreciate it. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Now, last week on the podcast, we talked all about helping your students to develop writing goals. And we talked all about the different types of writing goals that you can give your students and how to help them develop a plan of action so that they can reach those goals. So as a companion episode to last week's episode, this week, I want to talk all about how to help your students develop reading goals. Now the process in how helping your students to develop these goals is going to be very similar, but of course in reading, we're focusing on all sorts of different reading skills and strategies that of course are going to be different than your writing skills and strategies. So I wanted to do a different episode for reading specifically, so I didn't stuff too much information into one episode. I like to keep these episodes short. I know many of you listen to them on the way to school, hence the name Classroom Commute. So I wanna make sure that you can listen to them in one sitting, maybe on your way there and back, but I wanna keep it short. So that's why we're doing two separate episodes. However, I don't wanna reiterate too much of what I said on last week's episode about the importance of developing goals. So I'll keep this part short and sweet in case you missed last week's episode, but I do encourage you to go back and get the full story. All right, just to piggyback a little bit on what I was talking about last week, we know as adults how important it is to set goals for ourselves. So whether that's a personal goal or even a professional goal, we understand that behind every goal, there must be a plan of action to help us achieve that goal. And we know that students need goals too. However, they might not have the insight on how to create these goals and how to set into motion a plan for reaching it. We spend so much time teaching students reading behaviors and skills and strategies, but we often forget to teach students how to identify which of those behaviors, skills, and strategies they really need to work on by setting goals for them. So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how to choose individual reading goals for our students and how those reading goals will help set the purpose for reading and help students to know what to focus on when they're reading. And As a teacher, it's going to give you the instructional guidance for what to work on during your individual reading conferences and in those times that you meet with your small groups. Now, just like I mentioned that there are different types of writing goals that your students should be working on, and those are the ones that we talked about last week, but there are also different types of reading goals that your students should be working on. 
And this is where I begin when I start introducing the idea of creating goals for our students. We want them to know, number one, why it's important to set goals so we could have a mini lesson all about how goals help us become better just in general and then bring it to specifically to our reading time. We can talk about how goals and setting goals can make us better readers, but then we can also talk about how there are different types of goals so students can start to see what kinds of goals they might be setting for themselves. And these reading goals include reading behavior goals, book selection goals, and reading strategy and skill goals. So let's talk about each one of those a little bit one by one. The reading behavior goals, like the writing behavior goals, are those goals that help your students improve how they are acting during Reader's Workshop. It's so important to make sure that our students' behavior is on point so that they can focus their energy into becoming better readers. And I'll say it again, like I say over and over, how important it is to take that time at the beginning of the school year and really throughout the school year to make sure that your behavior expectations and your routines and your procedures for whatever area of the classroom that you're in are clear for your students so that they don't have to guess what's allowed, what's not, how something works, and so on. So these types of goals are for those students who even after you have gone over your routines and procedures, and even after you have set your behavior expectations in place, they still need a little extra support in reaching those expectations. These reading goals include things like, I'm going to get started right away on my reading task and not get distracted. Another goal might be to stay on task. So if they have no problem getting on task, maybe they have a problem staying on task and they easily get distracted. Another goal might be to remember to keep track of their reading. If you have some sort of log or response sheet or something that you have them do, this might be a good goal for that. And a fourth goal for reading behavior might be to keep their reading materials organized. With my students, we use the reader's notebook where they would store all of their goals, their reading tasks, and any handouts that I might give them related to what we might be learning in our mini lessons or in our guided reading groups. This is where they would keep it in their reader's notebook. I did an entire episode all about creating a reader's and writer's notebook. So I will link to that in the show notes if you wanna know more about that. But sometimes students who have difficulty staying organized end up with a reader's notebook that looks disastrous. So we come up with a plan of action to help them get organized in their reader materials. So those are just a few of the reading behavior goals that your students might be working at. The second type of goal is those book selection goals. And these are those goals that are going to help your students to choose books that are a good fit for them. So many times we have students choosing books that are too easy or too hard, or they keep rereading the same book over and over, or maybe they stick to just one genre over and over. And these book selection goals are going to help students to choose books that are a good fit for them. So these goals are specific, like I'm going to explore a new genre, or I'm going to explore a new author, or we always have those students who start books but never finish them. So they might have a goal that they are going to start and finish each book that they choose. So those are the types of goals that might fall under the book selection goals. I will also link to a blog post over in the show notes all about helping students to choose just right books. And that post also comes with a free bookmark to kind of help guide students in that process. So if you head over to classroomnook.com forward slash podcast forward slash 88, you can get to that post and also snag that freebie. The final category of reading goals are the reading strategy and skill goals. The hope that is that at some point during the school year, all students will be choosing from this category of goals because these are the goals that are going to actually help them improve on their reading abilities. 
And these are the same skills and strategies that you're going to be covering in your mini lessons or your guided reading groups. So these are going to be goals that are going to then reinforce what you're teaching to your whole class or to a small group. These are goals like visualizing or asking questions when they're reading or inferring all of those reading strategies that we cover in our individual mini lessons or small groups. They could also be goals that focus on skills like summarizing or even mastering some of those word attack strategies like rereading or chunking parts of the word together or using meaning clues, reading on, all of those reading skills that we need our students to get before they can become fluent readers. So like with the writing goals that you may be setting up with your students, with the reading goals, a lot of your instruction and focus on these reading goals is going to be done during your reading conferences. Reading conferences may look different in each classroom. I like to have a ongoing schedule of students that I'm meeting with on a daily basis. Maybe you don't have a chance to meet with them every single day, so maybe you do conferences on Friday. However you wanna set up your reading conferences, whenever you set up your reading conferences, this is going to be the time when you're really going to work through student goals with them and model for them the skill or the strategy or the behavior or whatever it is that their goal is. You're gonna be working on it with them during your reading conference time. This is the time that you're going to be helping them develop a plan of action. So if a student's reading goal is to ask questions while they read, then you might give them some steps of how they can do that and apply that in their own reading. Maybe you're going to give them some post-it notes that you're going to have them put in their books at the end of each chapter or every few pages where they're going to stop and ask questions. You're going to show them exactly how to do that, model it for them, and then they can go and practice it on their own. Now, like I mentioned last week when talking about the writing goals, your students are not going to come to you knowing exactly how to choose their goals or to know which goal is the best fit for them. So you're going to have to give yourself time at the beginning of the year modeling how to choose a goal. So like the writing goals, I would provide my students with a list of possible goals. Of course, this is just a jumping point. It doesn't mean that these are the only goals that they can choose from, but it's a starting point. And next to each goal on the sheet that I would provide for them was a list of indicators as to when this goal might be best and most appropriate for them. So in the example that I just gave a moment ago about it being asking questions while we read, that's the goal. The indicator to show that we might need that goal is that a student is having a hard time remembering what is happening in the story and asking questions will help them stay focused and search for answers to their questions as they read. When you start to introduce the idea of creating goals for ourselves during readers to help us become better readers, you're going to want to have a place where students keep track of their goals, where they write down their plan of action for reaching those goals, and then also a spot where they can reflect on their goal and how they did. So you might have them choose a new goal once a month or on an as-needed basis. It's completely up to you. And of course, it should be led by the student's need as to how often you are having them choose goals and reflect on them. But you do want to have a place somewhere, I chose my reader's notebook, where they can record these goals down, have them in writing so that they can refer back to them. All right, before I let you go today, I want to point you towards some resources that are going to help you take action on everything that we talked about today. I actually have two resources that will be super helpful in making it happen. So the first one is the Reader's Notebook. It's printable or digital, so whether you're in-person or virtual, or even if you're in-person and you want to use a digital version, I've got both options for you. Inside the Reader's Notebook is 
like the writer's notebook, a ton of stuff for students to use during readers workshop, but it includes an entire section on goals. It's a place for them to see the list of goals to choose from in those different categories that we talked about. There's a place for them to write their goals down, write down their plan of action and their reflection on the goal as well. So that's my first resource for you if you just want to snag the reader's notebook. My second resource is my getting started in readers workshop unit. It's a full month of plans and activities and and students, teacher resources that will help you implement not just the goal setting portion of reading workshop, but also everything there is to know about starting Reader's Workshop in your classroom from start to finish. All the routines and the procedures that you need to be going over with your students, it's all in there. And it also includes the Reader's Notebook that I just mentioned. So if you want the Reader's Notebook plus all the lessons and activities to go along with starting your Reader's Workshop, this is the resource for you. And I will link to both of these in the show notes at classroomnook.com forward slash podcast forward slash 88. Okay, this brings us to the close of our little mini series on setting goals, both reading and writing in the classroom. If you didn't catch last week's episode all about writing goals, make sure you listen to that one too. Reading and writing go hand in hand. And by doing goals in both areas, you're really gonna be setting your students up for success in your literacy block. All right, that's all I have for you today. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will be back again next week with another episode. Bye for now.